Good evening. I'd like to start the Planning and Zoning Advisory Commission of Dewey Humboldt. Today is Friday, February 16th, 2024, and it's 5 p.m. Chelsea, would you please do a roll call? Present. Lynn Collins. Here. Clifford Brandt. Here. Tom Lowry. Here. Vaughn Ullman. Here. Vice Chair Tom Millette. Here. And Chair Nell Carl Smith. Here. Um, at this time, we'd like to stand and face our flag and say the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I have asked uh, uh, Lee Clough to... Our dear kind Heavenly Father, as we come before the, on this eve... This Friday evening, we ask that our minds might be clear, that we may be able to understand and to be able to hear what the Planning and Zoning Commissioners are going to be speaking about, and that we might be able to do what's best for this town, and that we might all be happiness, and that we might work for the betterment of this town, and that we might be able to all continue to work on towards building events for the community and bringing everybody together. We're grateful for the moisture thou hast sent to us. We're thankful for all of us, for our likenesses and our differences. And we ask thee to help this town to find peace within each other and the residents. And we say this in Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. Individual members of the commission and public may provide brief summaries of current events and activities. These summaries are strictly for the purpose of informing the commission and public of such events, actions, and activities. <coughs> the commission will take no discussion, consideration, or action on any such items except that an individual member of the commission may request an item be placed on a future agenda. Is there anybody in, on the commission uh, that would like to say anything? No? Anybody in the public? Yes, I'll, uh, I'll mention that the Citizens' Events Committee for the town um, on uh, April the 13th will have Dewey Humble days. Is that correct? Dewey Humboldt days on uh, Main Street, and uh, we're hoping that people can be present. They're going to have several booths out there of different things that are going to be offered. So, and at at this time, do you need more volunteers? Uh, we always need more volunteers. Okay. Yes, you may. No, we have plenty of volunteers. You need to come to the podium and say your name, please. Super Aunt Humboldt. We have plenty of volunteers. Lonesome Valley uh, Wranglers 4-H has offered to help us do whatever we need done. But I was still counting on you, too, if, if you still want to do it. Absolutely. Okay. Now we got, we have, we have, oh, you have plenty. Thank you. 
for the consent agenda, all uh, matters listed under the consent agenda are considered to be routine by the commission by one motion. Any item that may be removed from the consent agenda for separate consideration at a commissioner's request. If a citizen desires separate consideration of an item, he or she should approach a commissioner prior to the meeting and ask that the commissioner request that the item be removed. Next on the agenda is public comment and not on non-agendized items. The commission wishes to hear from the citizens at each meeting. Those wishing to address the commission need not request permission or give notice in advance. For the official record, individuals are asked to state their name. Public comments may appear on any video or audio record record of this meeting. Please direct your comments to the commission. Individuals may address the commission on any issue within its jurisdiction. According to the Arizona Open Law, commissioners may only respond to criticism made by those who have addressed the public body. Ask town staff to review a matter, answering your questions, discussion or discussing issues raised or taking legal action on matters raised during public comment. Excuse me, I need to make sure that I. Uh, there is a three-minute per speaker limit shall be imposed. Everyone is asked to be, please, be courteous and silent while others are speaking. Public comment on agendized items may occur when the item is discussed by council. So is there any public comment? Uh, Ms. Brandt? Thank you. Hi, Sue Brandt. So um, I would ask that you please take into consideration the next time you set a time for a public that it would be a time that the public could actually come and be present because watching it online is one thing, but you cannot participate if you're watching from home online. Really tough for me to get here today. I had to hire someone to come and do my chores for this time of day. So I would really appreciate it if you would take that into consideration when you're planning your next meetings. Thank you. Is there any other public comment? Please. Karen Brooks, Humboldt. Um, I just want to reiterate what Sue said. Um, if you work in Prescott and you get off at 4.30 even, there is no way you can get here by a 5 o'clock meeting. Uh, the last time I looked up... Uh, our demographics and everything, we had over 52% people in this. Our largest employers or the people that go to work, uh, our biggest employers are into Prescott Valley and Prescott and things. Um, let alone if you work until 5 or 5.30, there's no way we can get here. And even in the February uh, 13th um, agenda packet, down at the bottom, it said the next planning and zoning meeting will be Thursday, March 7th at 6 p.m. and everything. So that was three days ago. So this was a very quick turnaround. And I think uh, that we all work towards the service for our citizens, excuse me, <laughs> for our citizens of the town. 
And so we need to take that into consideration when we're having meetings and everything. And granted, I'm tired. And even <laughs> for me, it was it was a struggle to get here at this time because your routine, you know, that's what happens when you get older. You get into routines. And so I'm always kind of set for 6 or 6.30. So I would like you to take this into consideration and think of the citizens and everything that uh, may tend to be online and call in or something. So thank you very much for allowing me to address you. Thank you. Lee. Lee Clough, Dewey Humboldt. Karen, it's February today. March isn't here yet, March 7th. Um, it did so, not, it, this is Miss, <laughs> um, Karen, okay. thank you. I'm just letting you know, the meeting in here isn't here yet, is what you guys are saying. But I'm okay at 5 o'clock if you're okay if I eat my ice cream, because I had to have some supper. Sorry. And that's the only way I could get ice cream is when have early. you're supporting supporting local businesses. Oh, thank you. Yes, Jason, I am supporting local businesses while I'm eating it. So thank you very much. And if you call in, they have it ready, and it takes just a minute to run in and get back here. Thank you. Respond to everybody. I apologize for the time. Um, I had a um, um, this is a makeup meeting from last week that I believe um, was delayed. Our, the last time we were supposed to meet, so it was delayed. So I apologize for the 5 o'clock uh, show time. Um, uh, I, I will be accountable to that. However, um, I have things that I got to get done, and 5 o'clock worked out for me, and we'll consider a later time slot if we have to make up those meetings. But generally, our meetings are going to be scheduled at 6 p.m., so there's not a worry. This is just an exception to what has happened, and so I apologize. Is there any other public comment? Okay, um, Kip, Mr. Are our meetings going to be on Thursday night in the future? We don't know that yet. We will, we'll, we'll talk about that. We don't. Um, this Friday night is not a good night for me. We have a family dinner every week on a Friday night. Well, we can talk about that okay. after. I'm just bringing it up. Yeah, no, I heard Fridays you. Don't work Thank me. you. We'll, we'll talk about that. This is an exception. It's normally not on a Friday. <coughs> it just happened to be on a Friday this time. So I blame apologize. Dan. What a day. No, blame Dan. Oh, no. I mean, I, I'm taking that. I, I will take the hit on that one because I'm the one. They asked me what time, and I said 5 o'clock works better for me. So um, that's all right. I'm sorry. I can't have a, a meeting outside of this area. So sorry. Okay, so our next general, um, is there any other public comment? I'm sorry, I, I jumped to the next thing. No, we're good? Okay. Uh, the general business. Uh, we'd like to continue the, the discussion of our planning and zoning ordinances. And I'd like to uh, explain the packet tonight. I that there may be some confusion, but I want everyone to understand our goal here. Um, our goal is to to list everything that um, that we want to see changes on in the planning um, and zoning commission review. We have a form that we fill out each time we suggest a change or want to change 
and then we submit it for a legal review. What I'd like to do is format these meetings so that we're productive and we have a slot. So at 7 o'clock, we're, we're going to end this meeting. We're not getting into the weeds of changing things. We can't change them. We're not, that's not our ability here. What we are doing is we're presenting different um, things that come up within this uh, commissioner's guide, and we're submitting it for a legal review so that they can make um, a, uh, give us a legal opinion and give us some sort of direction. Um, that's not, we're not, we're not here to change anything right now. I'm not, I'm not done here. I'm, I'm explaining this to everybody. Okay, so in this packet, you're going to see, you're going to see um, on page 77, it, it's marked 77 on the bottom, February 16, 2024. So if you see, um, if you look at the first line that's struck on one five one six, that right there, we have submitted a Planning and Zoning Commission's review on it, so we filled it out and we've submitted it for legal review. If you see on the back, on the third page, you're gonna see uh, a form. That form has been submitted for legal review. We're not gonna discuss that form, that's just a document, a documentation of the process that we've done so far. That way we can actually move forward with any other suggested changes on these ordinances and um, as we move along, we are gonna, we're going to cross out each one that has been addressed and submitted for legal review. If we're good with something that doesn't need to be changed, we'll also strike that out on our list. And this way it keeps us organized, it keeps us focused um, on what we're tackling. Because um, at the end, the legal review is something that, that will come back to us and then we can go ahead and discuss, vote, and then move it forward to uh, the, next, the next step, which is the council. Okay, so I think this is a different way of doing it. It may not be familiar with you, but um, our intention is to be productive and also get through the book. So is there any response from any of the commissioners? Are you okay with I, that? I just want to say thank you for laying it out simple like this. It seems like the last two meetings we were back and forth. Then the last meeting we didn't know where we ended off the first meeting before. Nobody was taking notes. It was this is more organized. I'm all for this, striking them one at a time and just going through the book. Right. And because there's a lot of duplicates in this book that we well know of. There was a lot of duplicate submissions for legal review on the same issues. So of confusion that if that is presented and then it becomes um, if we if we establish a process eventually that process will actually be successful in, in how we come about with discussion uh, miss Lynn um, I just want to make sure that because I'm one of the people that wasn't following because of the micro page 3 of 32 um, if there's something that there are things ahead of this first page that has a 153016 in the code. There's other stuff prior to that that is going to probably need to be discussed. So, Well, we'll, we'll go through just this section yeah, of the book, and we're going to go through this list. 
We're going to make the suggested uh, changes and review. We're going to submit it for legal review. They're going to come back to us when they're okay, ready. Okay, so that also changes what I think was done in the past. I did not make all the suggested changes for this in our code because I thought we were making a list of things to do that too. I didn't know that we were going to, we had the, before it's been the, the people's, you know, it goes on the agenda, the people in the public and out, out there that live here get to have their say, and all of that goes to the town attorney. That's how it's been done before, so. Um, this is a more organized, systematic process, and I, I would hope that um, you give it a chance. Yeah, I just want to make sure that the, all of it gets fixed, because I don't, I, what I did was pick out life and death stuff that people need right now, like food and things that affect their ability to make a living, balance their budgets, hold their head above water, things that are important today. There's a lot more than just this. And I don't I want to make sure that we can still bring that up even though that we're on 016 and there may be something there there's a whole list of things in the, de in the definition. We are gonna to try to okay. get to that as soon as possible. Okay. But what we're tasked to do right now is to go through one portion of the book get through that portion and then go to the next um, and perhaps you might want to suggest that that area uh, of the book that we can address next on um, once we're done with this so think about that and let me know let us know and we can talk about that Jason so I want to point out and I want to invite the public to uh, address some of these issues. There's only seven of us up here as a body representing 4,300 residents. So we're advising the council what we see needs to be changed, but it's up to you to bring the information to us so we know how you would like to see it changed so we can have your presentation of that. With that being said, the General Plan Steering Committee had three and a half years, right, Sharla? Three years. Three years with smaller with less pages of information to go through on redoing a general plan than what we have here in the ordinance. So we're going to strike ordinances one by one, starting with 153.001. We're going to strike these one by one going through them systematically, but it starts with you, the public. If you have any advising changes to bring forth to us, we can fill out the form that we can send for legal review, which goes on to our town manager and our town attorney, which then comes back to the council. So with that being said, I want to invite the public to reach out to the seven of us. And it doesn't have to be all of us. You can choose who you want to get this into, and we can fill that form out and we can send it in. So I'm, I'm asking the public to have input on this too. <clears throat> now you have in the public. I'm done. I have a page missing in my book. Page for the land use section. <laughs> 79 and 80. Oh, here it is. Never mind. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, it's in the wrong spot. Thank you.
It was a test. <laughs> of the emergency broadcast system. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. So our first uh, item on our list is one five zero zero one. Does anybody have any changes to that area? No. I'm sorry, Sue. Would you like to comment on? Okay, so I just want to clarify. Um, those lined out codes already went to the attorney. When do those come back and when do the people have a say? And thank you very much. When do the people get involved? And can me, I, as a citizen, fill out one of those papers or do I need to get you to fill it out for me? It would be best if you um, approached one of the commissioners to um, and fill out that form. One. <laughs> Well, then you have access. Um, so go ahead and um, fill out a, have them fill out a form and submit it. Okay. And the way this is going to work is that these are not, we can't put a timeline on the attorney. He's got dealing with, we submit it for legal review. It's when he is able to look at it and return it back to us. When he returns it back to us, we'll put it on the agenda and then discuss oh, okay. it. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. But yes. there is a paper trail because that form submitted. Obviously, it's in the agenda, so we know it's been submitted for legal review. Right. 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 And, so that's so. How and one other thing, and that is, what is the time frame um, on the agendas? Are are we able to get those three or four days ahead of time, or uh, that's an administrative thing at this? particular meeting it was a last minute um, agenda um, and I was working with them and the staff in order for us to figure out how I wanted to formalize this process which you know organizing it a little so that we can get through it wonderful so so I'm apologizing because I'm the one that probably stalled them from getting it out um, until I was able to approve what I thought was what I wanted to do so so in the future, I'm sure it'll be um, posted on the the internet as, as well as um, you know made so available we, to the public. Are we yeah. saying like three days ahead of time? I, I stayed late on Tuesday and finished it Tuesday. Yeah, so. she did. She 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 was waiting for me to respond. When was it posted though? It wasn't on Tuesday. I wasn't able to find it. I don't know why, but okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank no. you. So um, the first. Item is uh, 153.001. Does anybody have anything to say or want to make a change on it? And it okay, that's good. Uh, next item is 153.002. Excuse me? Yes, um, Ms. Brooks? Brooks Humboldt, thank you for allowing me to address the at the committee. Um, I'm really kind of confused. I grant, and granted, I haven't been coming to the planning and zoning meetings, but you referenced a page 77 when we, you first started speaking. I was today. looking for my page because I thought it was missing. Uh, anyway, but that's not in the agenda, and I really like the way that you 
outlined that we're going to go over this, but you uh, said that we're going to start with 153.001. Yes, that's the first. But under the general business A, uh, you have listed that you're going to discuss 150-153. So... That's the entire section of the book. Yeah, I know that's the entire <laughs> section of the book, but it doesn't imply that we're going to go and go number by number, or, you know, section by section. That's the only thing I, I would like to call it. Okay, so the next one that we're talking about here, I'm not, is 153002. Does anybody have any suggestions or changes? No, that's fine with me. Is anybody in the public? The next item is scope 153.003. Does anybody have any changes? I'd like to bring alarm to this. Uh, what we're looking at here online is on the town website, the town code. It's in digital format so the public can go on a computer and if you don't have access to computer, the public library is open Monday through Thursday from 8.30 in the morning till 6 at night. You can access the computer there, and you can look at this line by line, code by code. But where we're at is 150 to 153. If you see we're in 153 right now, we're, we're going, starting going through the, the 153 code from start to finish. We're going to go line by line. But this is available to those at home on the Internet. And it's very easy to navigate. Trust me, I, I'm doing it right now as we're speaking. Hi. Sue, Brad? <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to this. You are not sorry. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Okay, so, I mean, I haven't read any of this, and yet here we are starting at the beginning and going through it. Yes. So if... I get to go home and read it, and I find something I I would like discussed. Am I allowed to come back at a date a later date and discuss it? You can make it. Uh, you can make a comment in the uh, in the non-agendaized um, section of the meeting, okay. um, which would give you an opportunity to voice your concern. But you can also read it on on the screen and if you have any uh comments you can certainly come up here and comment on it okay so i'm supposed to read it now and understand it and comment on it but right you now can, you can go home and 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 reread it and then come back and and voice your opinion yeah, on, on the non there's a yeah you have that ability we're tasked to go through this right now in order for us to submit uh, any legal um, um, opinion that needs to be looked at in order for us to even discuss any sort of changes. Okay. Okay, so one... 
It's all your fault. <laughs> and Jason, thank you for explaining the access to the website. I think it's a very good uh, tool to use in the public. Um, and please have the public's best interest. We're not just doing this because um, we have an agenda here to get through this book. We're, we're doing it because we actually care for our community and, and we're addressing everything. So this will give everyone an opportunity to read what's actually in the books. And it was a council action too. So 153.003, we have no other comments from our commissioners? I have, I have a problem with the water and sewage because we don't have public water and sewage. Where are we, please? Um, this would be on uh, uh, 153003. Oh, okay, fine. And Thank if you. you want to read it uh, yeah. real quick. Not every area of this town has water and sewage, but we do have residents that do receive water. Water, no sewage. Okay. But that was addressed in the general plan. Yes. It doesn't matter. Needs to be specified in here. So, if you want to fill out a form, okay, good. And then just uh, on the top of this form, but just for their filing. Oh. Okay. Is there anybody else that would like to make a comment? No. Is there anybody in the audience? Chelsea? Uh, just that a lot of this does come from particular state statutes or federal statutes, so uh, that's part of why we have to send stuff off for legal work to make sure everything that we do want to change that we're able to, that it doesn't contradict a state or federal statute. Exactly. Okay, moving on to the next item is 153.004. It's inconsistent provisions. Does anyone have a suggested change on that? Anybody in the public? That makes perfect sense. Okay. Moving on to the next ordinance, 153.015. Oh, I'm sorry. Zero, I moved on too quickly. I'm, I do apologize. 153.005, definition. To table this, um, this particular one, for further review because we have the general plan out there in limbo right now and there's some stuff in the general plan that needs to be defined and it needs to come back to planning and zoning okay. for definition so i'd like to table this particular one until further review of the general plan i'm against that because the general plan is more of a vision document and deals more with wider issues than this um defensing i have problems with this a lot of problems and they affect people from day-to-day -day problems that they have had in the past and with the zoning code so um, 
I don't think we can afford to table the debt. This is where a lot of problems are. And some of this interferes with business, too. Okay, so definitions. So here are some forms, and let's start filling them out. So we have to fill them out before we so we can bring it back to discuss. Each oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So that that was the purpose of the. Um, I need more than so. Can I put them all the definitions on one? I would do. Is this one section? No, I would do individual forms so that he can actually address them individually. For each definition. For so each. I'm probably going to need about. I do apologize for each <laughs> section. <laughs> At least ten. No, each section. I'm sorry. Each section. Okay. Each section. Okay. Each, All right. Each section. Yep. Here you go. You want some more forms? Uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks. Okay. The way. Can I have a couple of those? Yeah, right here. Yeah. Okay. Um, um Yes. Most, most ordinances are laws. The first thing you state is what you're going to do, and then you have to have definitions. So tabling this is, I don't believe it's appropriate. We're going to have to get our definitions mm -hmm. down so we know what we're discussing. Mm -hmm. we're not, we, just like. Um, so we can, we don't have to table it. That was just a suggestion. Right. So uh, we can talk about it. Right. Uh, I don't understand why we kicked this down the road because we need to have the definitions uh, so that we know precisely what we're uh, addressing and talking about. Okay. Okay. So, Ms. Collins, you had uh, you had several concerns. Would you like to well, start off to the start discussion? Off with, yeah. Um agritourism needs a broader definition. Uh, we've got a lot of issues with uh, agribusiness coming up as a new land use sector. We find it could turn into a gigantic mess. Then we are missing definitions such as the one I just mentioned. Apartment definitions are they need to be sorted out. Apartment, apartment hotel, apartment some of this <clears throat> looks like it's really, really old, like old terminology, and it's kind of not clear. So um, farm animals has got pigeons and rabbits. Those are kind of like pets. I think in the cat part of this, rabbits are actually mentioned as pets. So yeah, that's a concept. The definition of a fence is kind of restrictive. Manufactured homes needs to be cleaned up. Okay, so what you would need to do is fill out that yeah. form and then um, define, um, list everything that, that you want changed. Okay. And it may take you a while, and if it does, you can. Can I attach? Uh, with a I, don't, I don't see why not. Okay. Okay. All right. Because it, it, it will be submitted to the office. Okay. <laughs> it, it was on definitions. 005, it goes into the next page. So it starts on this page, but it goes into the next page. So is there anybody else that would like uh, clarification on the definitions of the planning and zoning? Yes, you do. And right. that gets submitted for legal review. Okay, so that's what 
anybody else that would like to make a suggestion or discussion on any of that, uh, on any of the definitions under 153.005? Are we in agreement that we're going to table this for right now? We're not going to table it. We're moving on. Okay. Because we can always submit it to legal review, and then it will come back to us for discussion. Because if, at any point that general plan comes back to us, we can merge the two and uh, balance out the definitions. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Out the changes. Miss Lee. So it'll come back to us anyway. Yes. Lee Clough, Dewey Humboldt. Will one of you please do agribusiness? Because that was one of the main. Agri the ad agribusiness. Will you add that? Because that was one of the main definitions for the general plan committee. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, Ms. Collins is adding that to her form for submission. A lot of these definitions are pulled right out of the dictionary, so. Yeah. Well, it's part of the requirement for the dictionary. That too. <laughs> okay. So, yep. Okay. So next item on the list is 153.015. Okay, 153.015. That's still on the same one. Is that the applicability and exemption stuff? Is that the one you're talking about? You know what, these are all the definitions. Applicability and exemptions. Hold on. No. One by three to dot. Yeah, let me find it. Zero one five. Zero zero five. No, zero one five. Zero one five. Just one zero. We went from zero zero five to zero one five. We went from we went from definitions okay. to the next section, which is page eighty one. So thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Just keep going. It's all definitions in alphabetical order. Uh -huh. So the last definition in the code should be zoned, followed by administration and enforcement. So we're on page 88. Yeah, we are, yeah. reason for the, for the gap in the codes from while we're missing 006 to 014 is for future ability to add ordinances in there as we go. There's there's a gap in coverage in the code in the code book to add ordinances as the town progresses and ages. Thank you. Uh, Ms. Collins. Yes. If we are allowed to, I think we are allowed to, for some of the research I've done about the gravel mining, um, we are allowed to do a certain amount of addressing things like Can you speak the dust and things for mining. Oh, yeah. If we're allowed to address things in mining, which I think we are because of it being a town and not a county, um, 
I think we need to address some of the concerns that may crop up, crop up during our gravel mining controversy that's up in the corner of our So we need we should look at that, I believe. Okay. Um, the other is um, on the opposite side of it is agritourism in state law is um, granted exemption, and I believe it needs to be granted exemption. Encourage that kind of retail use um, whenever possible. For some commercial, incidental commercial in here is agricultural sales. I think it needs to be. Planetary, so, and it the mining thing really concerns me because of what's going on with that. The big problem. So. Mel, we have people in the public saying that they can't hear us on Granicus. Okay, so we need to speak into the mics when we okay. um, make a comment on it. Is this thing got section. a volume? Is it on? It is. You just okay. have to bring it closer to you. <clears throat> And turning it all the way up, um, but just making that comment. Okay, is there any public comments that need to um, be voiced? Okay. So are you going to fill out a form and yeah. make those suggestions? Okay, and you can attach if you need to. Is there anybody else that would like to make a comment before we move on? Okay, the next one is 153.017, Establishment of Districts. Uh, what happened to 1.016 one, has already been uh, submitted for a legal review. Oh. It's struck on your list. Well, what about 015? All parts of it. 015, you just went through. So, we're going to make a suggestion on. Oh, that's board. right. Okay. okay. I got lost there. For that's all right. We're making, actually, we're making good progress here because the, the some of the one, things that are going to be submitted will be addressed with the legal. I believe that's the one that was discussed on 4 January, according to my notes. Correct. Right, so that has been submitted um, so that it can go before a legal uh, review. So we're moving on to 153.017. Yes. So back in December, I filled out a form to address the dark sky ordinance, I referenced that in there should be. So I do believe that um, with the establishment of districts, we might want to tie that in with the establishment of districts because, you know, um, Mortimer Farms is a commercial area, should not, they should. It should be addressed in that district. The, the dark sky ordinance should be pulled in and addressed individually by district, not as as a complete dark sky ordinance. Does okay, that make so, sense? So um, just so everybody knows, it's been noted on 
which is what you're talking about. You Correct. did submit that. Um, we um, actually one five two one point one fifty three point one five two. I okay. did submit that, but there is also one that's one five three point zero three nine. We will not be discussing. It's already been submitted for legal review. So if you make a note on your list in the agenda, we that's an amendment to the agenda. Sir, do you have a public comment? Can you please step up to the mic, please? My name is Joseph Montes, and I live in Blue Hills. And it's being attached to each portion here, such as what was submitted in November. If you close it out to any other upcoming concerns or other opinions that people have that they're voicing to, how do you infiltrate those new concerns if it's already been submitted? So perhaps Jason said that he already submitted to that. How would somebody else be able to address that to you guys today for it to be amended so that way it could all be discussed at one point in time already been submitted by him so therefore nothing else could be amended to it because as you said you're not discussing it today because it's already been submitted for a for a to be a, amended so, okay, so my if there's not a time frame per se and i understand you can't do it you don't know the itinerary attorney but how do you bring all concerns to a head to say hey it must be discussed at this point in time so that way we can make a decision upon it i thank you so much for that i appreciate yeah. that uh, i think that if there's any input on any of these um zoning regulations while we're going through this particular area of the book um, you can go into the town office and uh, let that be known so that they can bring it to our attention um, in addition to when we get some of these items back from the legal counsel that uh, that your consideration and input is also going to be discussed so if you bring it to the town's attention, they can bring it to our attention that there is a concern and you want some input on that. We can always additional information to the attorney so that they, they can take that into consideration when they, make, when they make that review. None of this so far has been submitted to the attorney for his work. He hasn't been able to do that. So any input that comes from the public should, should actually be communicated through the town office downtown. So, so that they can communicate to us. Yeah. So I guess I don't know if it's a suggestion or opinion upon as his um, review of this has been submitted. Is there going to be some type of notification saying, hey, this date this was submitted. We're going to come up that way. People know that they're if they've submitted anything, it's been included. It's been included right. in that topic or that point. So that way they can make sure it's been addressed. That for therefore you don't keep going back and forth and say, "Hey, I submitted something new. Mine wasn't included. Otherwise, you'll never get past the next right, point." Right. Exactly. <laughs> so um, our uh, town uh, town uh, manager right here would like to make a response to that. So, Dan, would you? Well, it, there's going to be uh, several bites of the apple, so to say. It's going to uh, be coming back, and then again. 
you will have to look over it and make sure that's what you intended. Right. Um, there would be discussion. Um, you could bring it up then. You can bring it up oh, but that, that, now. You can come on in. And no, bring no, up the that's all I'm asking is yeah. if it's been, yeah. if, for instance, as of right now, if anybody wanted to bring up, I think the ending in 3-9, if, if, if we know what's out there and we can simply just say, hey, well, you know, 3-9 is going to be, hypothetically speaking, coming up on March 15th, oh, yes. then anybody that has something entailing with 3-9 can say, okay, I need to know by March 7th, my point has been um, reviewed. Right. <laughs> well, Absolutely. Taken, and, and, and the thing is, we want to include as much as we can with public comment as sure. well. Yeah. And so you'll have, uh, there'll be hearings on this also before anything's ever adopted. Yeah. And uh, there's, right now we're going to this preliminary. We're trying to get the big ones out of the way. But if you're gonna have questions about those big ones, it's, it has to come back yeah. and you'll be able to review it. Okay? Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Mr. Chisholm. I was gonna say thank you for your input on that. Um, what I what I had brought to the table was actually in the agenda tonight. It's on page twenty seven and thirty two. Was it was my recommendation, and again, this is their ordinances. So the ordinance requires two hearings by council that cannot be in the same day. So two different council meetings, two different hearings before it's changed, and then there's a third, I believe, a thirty or sixty day waiting period before that ordinance is changed. So these are only recommendations. Again, what our deputy town clerk Chelsea said, some of these are Arizona statutes. So we can change them. We can want to change them all we want, but we're bound by the state statute. The state statute might not allow us to change them. For instance, the dark sky that I'm pertaining to, that's a federal guidance. That's not a state guidance. That's a federal guidance. We can't change the dark sky. What we can do is we as a town can we as a commissioner who represents you, the body, can say to the council, can recommend to the council, we would like to change this. Another one that I had in here was. Um, Sir, Jason, we're on we're on one five three zero one seven. I understand, okay. but I'm going with what's in the agenda. So okay, that's... but I am the one that's telling you okay. we're not on that subject. All right. Okay, we're on one five three point zero one seven. And that's establishing of districts. That's what we need to stick with. This plan that we have, I'm, I'm going to give you an opportunity to explain your your situ your position on it, which okay. I respect. But we need to stick with this so that we can get through it. 153.017, establishment of districts. Uh do you have something, Mr. <laughs> yeah. Tom? Yeah, I, I look at this and I go, districts. And I'm like, hmm. And I'm trying to, I, I don't want to have to define everything exactly precisely, but I'm sitting here and all of a sudden, Dylan Becker mentioned Blue Hills. And I go, okay, that's probably a district. Is that correct? I mean, what are we, what are we calling districts in this town? Well, okay, so do you want to answer that? Because districts can be de defined differently. So you have, uh, you have districts would be characterization types for instance commercial yeah. um, okay. residential okay uh, industrial then each of those have a subcategory 
related to them, such as C1, C2, C3. Each allows a different type of density use. So then you'll, you'll have density districts as well, which will mean if you're in R170, you have, you have to have 70,000 square feet to be R170. It will have different density standards. One single house to every 70,000 square feet. So if you have more than 70,000, doesn't mean you get two. You have to have at least 70,000 square feet in a R170. Then it will give you setbacks on that. It will give you height, how many stories. Um, all those are related to districts. Okay. It's related to the overall um, category that you're looking at, like residential, commercial, what have you. So it doesn't necessarily refer to some specific area in the, in the town? No, it, it, it acts more like um, corridors of, of uh, development. Let's say you have uh, a transitional corridor. Okay. okay. Um, that would be a particular area where things are changing, will be multi-use and things like that. So uh, uh, what you're thinking about is uh, districts as to location. Right. Um, and you, you could have that. In fact, uh, uh, Chairwoman Carl Smith uh, brought up today about something that's called DRO which is a, a district in and of itself that you can define. And it, it's in our ordinances here um, that has specific characteristics. The DRO. Design. I'm not trying to go down a rat hole here. I'm just trying to, trying to understand yeah, what they mean by it, district. It stands for an acronym is just Remember what it was? No, I, I did a lot of reading. So my is that like did. an overlay? Yes, it's, it's an, an overlay. overlay yes, it's an overlay. Good. Thank you. That's good. Saving us there. Overlay district. Okay. So you can have specific type of uh, areas where those particular rules. It, it's an overlay over a, a location. We'll Sorry. get in. We'll get. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. How's that? Okay. Because uh, I think we need to stick with what we have on this list. No, that's fine. I, I don't want to get. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get off uh, topic here. But establishing of districts, right. um, it's just a. Um, the language itself. Um, is there any changes that anybody sees in the language here, on the bottom of page eighty-nine and the top of page ninety? Thank you. Um, yeah, Lynn. Some of this is sloppy stuff too, and I don't like the way it's organized. But that's just me. Um, but one thing that will may possibly be affected by the general plan is the addition of more districts. Yes. So, because that's been requested. 
Just and we it. will also we will also be tasked uh, once once everything uh, is in front of us. We're going to be tasked to go through the general plan as well. Oh yeah. So we'll be able to. All of this will come together yeah. with the general plan. So, uh, Ms. Kip, Mr. Kip. Uh, Town Manager and Robert, do we have a, a, a I'm going to talk about districts and zoning map, which is next. Well, we're sticking to one okay. subject at a time. <laughs> All right, then I'll wait for the zoning map. Okay, very good. Is there anybody else that would like to speak? Anybody in the public that would like to make a public comment on this area of districts? Okay. 153.018, Mr. Kip, did you want to um, uh, speak on that? Yeah, uh, I don't have a zoning map in my book, do you? No. No, but we... Um, I would like to request a zoning map. There's one on the wall over there, and I was looking at it with Robert a couple of weeks ago because if you look in your book here on page 101, zoning regulations for R1 district, residential single family, there are numerous districts in the left-hand column within this zoning regulation. District 7.5, lot sizes, uh, 5A, lot sizes, setbacks, all kinds of pertinent information. My question is, how do we know where these districts are? Because there's a zoning map on the wall over there that doesn't show any district on it whatsoever. I believe in the general plan they'll have zoning maps um, established. I would like to see a zoning map with districts included on the footprint so I can tell what's going on where. Mm -hmm. And the reason I have this question is, maybe I'm out of line, but there's a lot for sale up the hill for me that's 1.1 acres. As far as I was concerned, the zoning in our area, 1.77 was the smallest lot you could sell or buy. So I'm trying to figure out how they're getting away with selling such a small lot in that neighborhood. So I'm looking for the districts and I can't find them anywhere. Okay. That's it. Um, Robert, did you have any input? Let's, um, Robert. Okay. There is a zoning map. We do have a zoning map. I don't know if that one's up to date or not. It is a zoning map, but the districts are not on it. Oh, I know. It's some of the slop. Yeah, we're all sloppy in here. This you know, I picked the so, dinner hour so that everybody could get online and watch this meeting. <laughs> it's yeah, called entertainment. Send the legend right over here. 2005. Oh my gosh. Who said that? Oh. Okay, well. So on that. Wait, hold on. Minimize that. Um, there you go. On our website, if you go under visiting us, there are maps of the Dewey Humboldt. You can find the zoning map. It does pull it up, um, and it is within the legend. This is what's on the wall here. You can zoom, see the different colors, oh, yeah. um, and that it is um, labeled as well. Um, and this is all accessible also on the Yavapai County Interactive Map. All I'm saying is the districts are not shown on that map. 
Okay. Okay. When the general plan comes up, then we'll be able to provide that to you. Um, Robert, did you have something? Right. So the districts in the book, um, Dan uh, classified it the best. So the districts are referred to characterization. So they're not the resolution that we would get out of any map like that because the districts are, are referring to individual lot zoning. So there are clusters, but generally a map like that, we would not be able to see down to the individual lots. So if you want to see a true map of zoning um, would be the interactive map on the GIS. We would never get the resolution. The map would be huge to put in there to actually get true resolution on that. So if you look at it that way, yeah, the only true, like, uh, you know, pretty much 100% in most cases would be the interactive map online. So there's no way to check on that lot size up the hill? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can, and you can do it through the county uh, interactive map online. Yeah. That we use it all the time. No. Uh, Ms. Collins. Um, I do I do believe that the zone, there should be a zoning map in somewhere in here, because this is the zoning code that shows us the broad classifications and their distributions. Because believe it or not, the zoning map is actually in the general plan and it's very for somebody to look at your general, the, the general plan for this town is very confusing because not only do we have a land use, we have a zoning map. It's confusing. The, the whole mess from now through is confusing. So it, it is. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I would like to consider at the end of whatever process we end up with or however long it takes, there should be a zoning map or the general distribution. So, so if, if you would like, my own opinion. I, I don't know that is it um, the zoning maps on the ArcG well GIS Esri, they're too big and to print everything that's zoned for. I think there's a lot of information on those zoning maps online mm -hmm. yeah. that are very complex. So to to put a zoning map in our books may actually be too there's too much information that you're not going to get the information immediately just by looking at it. Well, I can bring it up again when we get to the net. What are the yeah. I think that okay. might be a good suggestion. If, if, if I agree too. Yes. Um, the reason why it's uh, important, although it's not the most accurate mapping, uh, the GIS from Yavapai, um, what it has on it is it does have a zoning section that you can click on. And it's sometimes confusing because what you see is you see one parcel that will have multiple zoning mm -hmm. uh, classifications. And you trace it back and you'll see that actually it does, but it's back to the county. Uh, uh, it's usually on pieces that are older um, and uh, have not transferred. Uh, so we're finding that. Uh, Another good tool, if you don't mind, is so. Um, I think the simple approach to anybody looking at the maps online is if you pull up a parcel number on Yavapai's uh, website, it gives you the owner, it gives you the address or the situs address um, of the owner, and then it gives you the zoning. And that zoning information, you can actually compare it to the information that's in your book to define what, what it is to, as far as character. If you're looking for a quick reference, um, the quickest reference would be online. Because you're going to, do you see how crowded that is? You could mm -hmm. see all of that 
It's very crowded just on that information right there. It's lot 22006C, but it, it doesn't have that. It says R1-10 in that area. So you're going to be able to get online and actually navigate that. Mm -hmm. It's actually more informative than if you were to print something off and have everything defined in front of you. That's actually more accurate. Madam Chair, also when people, we have a lot of people that do come in and when they ask us like the question that you have asked, uh, we would, uh, we actually look it up for them and we'll go through and we'll show them where it is uh, on the computer um, that's on the desk that's out there. Um, and we try to help them go through it. We'll, we'll then check the background if we really need to, to go further into it. Um, but we have people every day, probably two or three people will come in, ask about the property they're looking at, want to know. And uh, we don't guarantee anything because basically the county disclaims everything they have. Right. But when we do a zoning change, which we haven't had that many, really, um, it has to go to the county and they have to change their documentation. I guess what we can do is we can try to do the best map we can. But have a disclaimer on it because it's not guaranteed. That information is not guaranteed. The it's more just the whole side of that hill over there is zone R1A. And I don't know how you can have in okay. that zoning a different side, smaller lot than you're supposed to have. That's my only question. Okay, so we'll figure that We'll figure it out. I, I can help to you be able on to that. I'll figure it out on my own, but I can't. No, it's okay. I do it every day, so it's not a big deal. I can help you. Okay, so let's focus on um, the establishing of districts. Everybody's good on that, correct? I actually have my flag. Okay, Mr. So Chisholm. we we kind of moved we kind of moved on to 153.018, but let's tag them both at the same time simultaneously. The zoning on the zoning map that R110.10, that's R1 residential. 10 is the district. So that number after the decimal on the interactive map, when you look up a zoning map, that number after that after that zoning code is the district code. So it's zoning code and district code. They're all they're right next to each other. So that's what makes up that that's what makes up that complete zoning code is the zoning as well as the district to help everybody out. So if you see R one seventy, that's residential one, which and then it's District 70. So you can you can mix them up that way. It's an easy way. It's an easy way to understand understand the zoning code. Um, uh, take a look at page 101 um, towards the bottom. Just make sure what you just said. So R1L, R1L, R1L district, R1L 70 would be. District 70 under the R1L code. District R1L and then 70 designates the size of the lot. Correct. Okay. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Thank you for clarification, Robert. Okay. Thank you. Are you done? I'm good. Good. Thank you. I appreciate your input. No, I really do. I appreciate everybody here. I know this is hard work. It's a learning it's a, curve. It's a, it's a learning curve, but I think this, this uh, gives us an opportunity to cover a lot of land here. Okay, so our next item is 153.019. It's enforcement. 
I know this has been a subject for everybody. Um, so uh, if you have any suggested changes in the language here, please fill out a form. Um, if anybody wants to make a comment on it, it's enforcement. And our zoning administrator is Robert Davis? Yes. Thank you. Sometimes me and sometimes him. <laughs> so where's the differentiation in that? You can designate. I can designate. Normally it's town. Depends on the day of the week, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on no, Mondays it's Dan. Working together and stuff. And, <laughs> and that is well true. <laughs> Does anybody have any other comments regarding this section? Um, none that I've come across, so appreciate you asking. All right, Ms. Collins. Um, in that code, we need to. The zoning, the, uh, in another part of our code, the town manager is the zoning administrator. So that, I don't think that's in here, is it? I think it's in a, a different section up in the front. I think it's in the administrative. Yeah. But it also needs to be in here. Insight to it. Okay, so here's a form. Or you have a form. Fill that out and we'll... I'm sorry. That's okay. No, we appreciate your input on that and certainly go ahead and submit that form. Yeah, and so that ends up being in our code, but we do have some of that where it says one thing here and one thing there. So that'd be great to document. You know, Cross-reference. Right, because here in B, you know, it says code enforcement officers responsible for investigating and enforcing all zoning uh, infractions. So if somewhere else in there it says town manager, it'd be nice to figure, you know, get that straight. Well, it says the, zone, the town manager is the zoning administrator. So, so we've got some different... Okay, that makes sense. In FYI, the title zoning administrator is mandated in ARS 9-462.05. We can't change that. That's state statute. No, but we can actually cross-reference both areas. Yep. It's also, I'm sorry, every, every time the town hires a zoning, every time the town hires a town manager, is the... Um, Zoning job description is also the, the, the job description has been um, actually voted on and accepted in the past as including that as being part of the job description. Whatever. <laughs> hey, do we have a uh, public comment on this issue? Lee? Where's the ice cream? I ate it. Now I got to talk because it's all gone. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Clough, Dewey Humboldt. First of all, um, people are having a hard time. Hold on just a minute. Excuse me. We need, to, we need to be respectful of the process here. People are having a hard time because everybody keeps talking and there's talking out here and people can't hear. And also... Um, they're saying that you're not waiting for Nell to call you. So then somebody's talking and then somebody else wants to talk before she calls. So if everybody can just 
<laughs> if everybody can wait for Nell to call you, that would be awesome. Okay, great. Thank you. Is there any other public comment on this area of, of our discussion? I apologize. I was, uh, yeah. Not, not, not a big deal. Okay. Anybody else up here? Sweeten me up. Thank you for the refreshing candy, whoever provided that. Thank you. Our next item is 153020 remedies. Hey, no. Yeah, have a couple of sheets. Fill up. Chelsea, do you have any other forms that we can? Page, we're on page 94. Just print 100 of them. Does anybody have any comments? Ms. Collins. Um, this is really excessive and abusive because this is like a pile on just keep pounding, 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 pounding is what this is. I think that it needs to be lightened up considering the income level of some of our folks and it shouldn't be this punitive. It needs work through to a, it's just too abusive. Um, it, you, you keep accumulating. So eventually if you've got the wrong kind of code enforcer, you accumulate somebody to death with penalties and fees and, and fines and you can only take so much. So there, there does need to be some civil rights um, addressing on this, I believe, possibly. Um, I have to reread it, but yeah, I, I would like to see an improvement on it myself. Okay, that, that form is available for you to fill out so that the um, our legal advisor can review that and make suggested changes if it's possible. It's not guaranteed, though. Is there something that you would like to say? Um, in reference to Lynn's comments, I think she's overlooking the fact that there is plenty of room in here for the person that's cited to comply with the law. If your version of this is just because they keep not obeying, they shouldn't be fined more. Um, if you don't do something to make some people, most people obey the law, and some people are unaware, and they usually will go along. But if we have people that are continuing their noncompliance, obviously there has to be a method in order to enforce the regulations okay um, Lynn are you wanting to respond I guess I think the best way for me to explain it is we need to provide regulation for the regulator so that it does not become a problem in because it has been a, a severe problem on more than one occasion in the past okay so, so I have to, I, I'm, I'm I guess two for that one then I'll put it on that form okay. and, and I'm not using that form as a dismissal I'm using it as a Submission to a, a 
for a legal review yeah, so that so that we can do a proper um, yeah, a proper review of, of each code. I know that um, Jason Chisholm wanted to speak. Go ahead. So uh, as far as remedies go, um, I'm not seeing a reference to an Arizona revised statute in here, but I am seeing a reference in D1 where it says it is unlawful to erect. Mr. Davis, um, do you have anything to add to that? Because I think the remedies falls in line with uh, Lynn is right about having a regulation for the regulator, um, but I think this falls in line with the remedies. Rem the word remedy is defined as giving a way to correct something, um, but there's laws in place that you have to follow in order to, for example, you can't put up a building without, you can't put up a building over a certain size without having a permit and having an inspection because it comes down to health and safety, life safety, life safety is the, life correct. safety is a big one. And that's why, that's why I think we're going with this remedy. So you're correct. And as I've done the research on uh, code enforcement, just to making sure, you know, state uh, the counties, we fall in line with what everybody else has done. Um, maybe even a little more relaxed uh, if that answers your question. I've not referred to it for a specific state statute, but uh, like Yavapai County, you know, things like that, we're, we're right in line. Thank you. All right, public comment, Lee. Lee Clef, Dewey Humboldt. I definitely agree with Lynn and Jason because there has been situations in this town and I can even give you the date and for an hour, there was a video, um, pictures of a gentleman's house, a family's house. And for an hour, they showed this house over and over and over and over. And they kept harassing this man. Finally, I stood up here and I asked, may I have the address? And the mayor said, no, not this mayor, another mayor. No, you come tomorrow to get it. And I said, exactly this, and I don't talk like this. No mind, you're all a bunch of liars. That house burned down next to me 20 years ago, and he's already tore it down. And you're showing false pictures of the new guy that bought it and tried to fix it. And at that point, the next day, me and another resident of this town went over there. And then I got people that were gonna, applying for the council. Very few council members came. Doug Treadway came. And all the new ones, Karen Brooks, Lynn Collins. Amy was there. Um, I think she was on the council. To see that our town enforcer was a liar and harassed this man. And do you know what? Every time he did anything, they kept harassing him to the point he had to send in a, a bill every time he dumped his dumpster to prove he was doing something. The neighbors were ecstatic because we don't five feet tall anymore. There was thousands of tires. He hauled them off. But that enforcer gave him nothing but trouble to the point that they would never give him a letter of completion that he was no longer in violation. Do you know how he got that? Because I did an information request and I handed it to him because that enforcer wouldn't even give him that. So definitely, yes, we have a great one now, but you never know in the future. And I don't ever want to go through that again. We have two good enforcers. You know why we have two? Because if Dan, ha if one of them had to come to my house, Robert doesn't want to, they see me. No. <laughs> you should see her house. Yes, you should. <laughs> but it is really, really important because to that point, that this poor gentleman, 
from the town, but one neighbor is still harassing this poor gentleman in our neighborhood. So we've got to we got to stop this. So this I hope form, you- this form will be submitted to for for the legal um, to, to give us some direction on how we can um, uh, change or maybe modify it. So um, hopefully we can address this in a future meeting, and then um, we get more input. Perfect. I just wanted you to know because no, I, I wanted Mr. Ullman to know that happens up by where we live. Thanks. Right. Um, Kip, Brent? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't take that down. I apologize. Okay. My Jason? bad. My bad. That's okay. Are you? Oh, you're not? Okay. You're done? You're not going to come. By the way, can we get these flags glued into the base? Sure. Please. I'll buy the glue. Okay. That's a project for you, Robert. Okay. Does anybody else have any further comment or discussion on 153.020? Is everybody good on that? What what did we decide or what was decided on that? Well, um, we're going to fill out a form. Um, Lynn Collins is submitting a form for legal review to look at it and see if we can modify um, or lighten lighten the interpretation of, of the code. All right. Or add. That's why we have a lawyer looking at it. Okay. Anybody have any comments on this area? Anybody in the public that wants to make a comment on this particular area of, of our book? No? Lynn, are you good? Yeah, I next one I need stuff on. Okay. I, I do have a... Yes. I can't, I can't reach. I need longer huh. arms. Um, <clears throat> Who is on this uh, this council right now? I mean, Board of Adjustment. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. Do you know who your Board of Adjustments are? Are this, you, sir? Do you want to speak? Member of the board of adjustments. I'm not one in charge, but uh, I'll tell you what I can. Um, can you, you find uh, as you go through there. Can you there, state your name, please? State your name. Eunice Brooks Hummel. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Brooks. But as you go through there, you're going to find that the board keeps kind of getting in the way. Some people get real upset with it. But uh, it actually, on the legal part of it, it satisfies some of your questions, so it's well worth take going in there and looking at that and what the board adjustments means to the planning and zoning. And uh, that's probably as far as I can go without. Uh, I, I have to do some research 
what I need to give you the next meeting. I would like that. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Give, give him a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Field, do we have um, we have a full board of adjustments, right? All five members. Does anybody else have no. any other public comments? Okay, the next one would be 153.022. That's pretty self explanatory. It is. Yeah, Ms. Collins? I'll give everybody time to read it, though. I mean, just... Uh, it, well, okay, so in the future, we'd like to have everybody read this prior to coming to these meetings. Okay. So... I read it. I just... Tell if I know what the meeting's about ahead well, of time. of course. <laughs> I'm just letting you know in the future. Yeah. I had no clue coming in. That's okay. Yeah. We're doing good. Yes. So, um... Partly, this code in paragraph C and D is conflicts with the um, ARS four, ARS nine four six two point oh four paragraph A sentence one, as to the size of the signs because we did the last rezoning we had done had a microscope you had to get out of your car walk right up to it and look at it really, really close to be able to see what it was about. And there are sign requirements. We do not satisfy that. The other thing is I would like to see a lot more um, public notice on these zoning changes. Um, the one in question was held on a day that was a really heavy snow day. Nobody could get to the neighborhood meeting for that. I'm referring to the neighborhood meeting. In other towns, those are required to be rescheduled if they are canceled for weather. I agree with that. And it should not be used as an excuse to sidestep public involvement. So we need a lot more skin on the bones on this thing. So that's my input on it. Do you need a form? <laughs> I've got about a dozen, I think. I might need more. I don't know. We're going to have to give I her did a pen that to too. make everybody happy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we support your list. I'm glad they're going to be typed out really neat and stuff, too. Right. Yeah, right. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Is that form available digitally? That's not something I can do. <laughs> we can make it. If we don't have I'd like to ask the town manager to make it digitally. <laughs> I'm being serious on that. I'm not joking. No, I don't think we need to do that right now. I, I really don't because then that uh, involves. Is this for us or for everybody? 
when you su suggest that he do that? Well, is that for us or well, for everybody? Well, you're going to give the so we the commissioners are going to sit down when a constituent comes to us when a citizen comes to us we're going to sit down with that citizen are we not going to fill out this form so my well let, let me ask you this is this for us or for everybody and and the reason why i ask that is if you're requesting a digital form is that an email not everybody has word in their computers and 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 if you're putting it on a line, then everybody will fill out a form, and that that becomes confusing. That's I agree. That, okay, okay, so I redact so, the statement. So it's not a bad suggestion. However, if it's for us, I I'm okay with that. But if it's for everybody, I'm not so sure. If I I'm agree with you. Going to put them in that situation. So so we'll think about it and, and figure it out. But. Um, Maybe can maybe we can come up with a solution uh, for staff to make it available. If but we may not have the um, software in our computers to be able to do that. So okay. So our next uh, item is everybody good with this? Do we have any public comment on this area? Are we talking about one five three dot zero two two? Yeah. Yes. I don't see any problems. Okay, so our next item uh, is 153.023, Citizens Participation. anybody have any input I've got problems with this not being um, more, it doesn't get followed. Um, the one thing that we had come through, they didn't even do a citizen participation report, at least it was not published. If they're doing one, it needs to be published in the PNZ agenda. It has to be part of our packet, and it did not get in there. Other towns require that it be part of the packet. so. Um, that would be one thing. There's probably other things too. So, but that's my short gripe on it. Okay, is there anybody else that wants to voice their concerns? Okay, is there anybody in the public that would like to make a comment on this area of the book? Okay, so um, I would like to move on to the next um, zoning regulation. It's 153.024, reasonable accommodations.
on 153.0214 reasonable accommodation. I think it's safe for us to steer clear of this one. The simple fact it deals with ADA. We have to and back. just leave leave it alone. Don't even touch it because reference ADA. Reference ADA. Plain go. and simple as that. Reference ADA. Yep. I think you're that. right. I we definitely need to get rid of anything that could be discriminatory because right now it is discriminatory in my opinion as a disabled person. So we definitely some of this just needs to go away and put one sentence in there, like you said refer to ADA because I don't want some of this stuff I mean the zoning administrator um, is not a doctor so and it does put a burden on somebody in the past somebody told me that they had to go to a doctor to get a note so there's 75 bucks so that's a lot of money that's food for about a half a week for a single person if they're really really lucky and very very frugal so I don't know it, but it, um, it, it's not a safe code. I do not believe it's a safe code. Um, I think it refers to um, the federal and state fair housing laws and the Americans with Disabilities Act. And so that language right there um, pretty much covers anything else that's listed here. Um, but you can make that suggestion on that form and have our legal advisor look at it and and he can comment on any any uh... anything that would cause anybody to spend money is not um, proper in my opinion so. all right is there any public comment on this uh, this ordinance that we're talking about. I see no hands. Uh, the next item on the list is um, 153.35, use districts generally. Does anybody have any comments? This Lynn? Is, yeah, this is that place where the zoning maps should go because this is your general distribution. It's your large classification of uses so that if the zoning map that we have now has these, they have the C2, C3, RS, R2, RCU, R1 identified on the zoning map. So it would be a good place, I believe, to put the zoning map would be right there, like in between 98 and Okay. Thank you. Anybody else have a comment? Anybody from the public? All right. All right, one five three point zero three six. All right. Jason Chisholm. 153.036 section A says where no zoning density district has been combined, then all provisions of density district 10 shall prevail. See ARS statute 153.0, or I'm sorry, stat, um, ordinance 153.069. Um, 
There's a lot of reference back and forth. That's just one example. There's a lot of reference back and forth on this. Just, I don't even know where to begin on this. Some sort of clarity. But okay. I would be willing to bet that this, along with all the other zoning districts, there's state law that dictates those. So, so did you want some clarity on, on I have that? A form. I have. Form, Thank you. But I don't, I don't even know. I'd like, I'd actually like Robert to kind of. Okay. If, if you so choose to. <laughs> yeah, when you're having that conversation about these different districts that, they, that they're going to go through here in the book, um, my comment would be, what is a specific concern or specific change? So um, part of the problem I have with this section is, is I've been through it enough times that I've had to decipher it. So it's not quite as foreign as maybe to the first to the first person. So if you have some specific questions, I might. But if you're looking at like, oh, it's kind of, it's clumsy and whatnot, I'd be happy to sit down with <laughs> you um, outside of the, the council. And we can figure out it, perspective why it'd be nice for you to say like, hey, this doesn't make any sense to me. And then we can figure out how to rewrite that. Does anybody have public comment on this particular area? Okay. Our next item is 153.037. Hold, 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 hold. I actually have one. Okay. On, uh, is, on, on the previous one, 153.036. Okay. On 153.036 on page 99 of our ordinance book. Um, it would be B7A, farm animals, except swine. <laughs> except swine because we cannot have swine in Yapai County. There is a county ordinance that supersedes the town ordinance that says we are not allowed to have swine in Yapai County. Really? Yeah. Or has that been redacted that I'm not aware of? As far as I know, you're allowed to have it in the county, two or four, I can't remember how many. You're also allowed to have it in the town as a 4-H project. So 4-H is exempt. Well, okay, so that's, we need more clarification. I agree. I, for some reason, I was doing some research on, and, and came across this today, and yes, the county does allow, I don't remember the number as well, but they allow swine. And I remember thinking like, oh, our code book says differently, so... Does somebody want to fill out a form? <laughs> I'll do it. Thank you. I'll do it with input from the commission. Thank yes, you. please. <laughs> okay. Lee? <laughs> Lee Clough, Dewey Humboldt. I say get rid of it. If the county can have swine, Dewey Humboldt can have swine because we're a small town, our, our country town. That's what it's all about is the different animals. Oh, I was thinking bacon. <laughs> I was thinking bacon. <laughs> so please put the swine back in. And you can name my road Pig Lane. Pigly Lane. I think that's good. Okay, so fill out a form, submit that, and we'll see what we can do to to 
amend that. Okay, next on the list is Well, and so to make a comment about Lynn's end of it, so something to throw out there is a bed, bread and breakfast, and I don't believe we have anything in here about short-term rentals like the... Uh, we do. Right, and that's that's a loophole that I he wants to propose. That would be great. Like one way or another, we get it in the code book. Robert, would that start in definitions? I would agree. I would agree. You're suggesting add the term short-term rentals to the definition, right? And then define what our policy for that. Like we don't have the definition, and we don't have a policy. Also considered an Airbnb. Correct. Yeah. Or VRBO. Okay. So can we move on to the next one? I've been trying this the third time. Third time's a charm. 153.037. We are there. Nope, I'm on the next one. Okay, you have <laughs> you have your flag up. Oh my bad. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry, um, Robert. Do we allow do we allow single wide trailers in or in what dis, district are they allowed? If we allow them? right, so single wide trailer. Um, Excuse me, not trailers, manufactured homes, homes, right? Excuse so, me. yeah, a trailer or a mobile home is not allowed. But a single, we do allow single wide manufactured homes as long as they're after night in R1 um, district, as long as they're 1978 or newer, and that they have a certification on them. Like we can trace them for a HUD certification. Okay, Ms. Collins. All right. So we allow single wide manufacturing. This has been a problem before. Um, so we allow single wide manufactured homes. The term manufactured homes is different than the term mobile home or RV. So that's a different standard. Um, but if it's manufactured home with a HUD tag on it, um, we do allow it. So this might tie back to definitions. And it is, it actually is, um, I believe it's in the code book. Um, it defines those three terms I just threw out in our uh, code book. So, because I've had to go through it and make sure there's no loophole there. So I thought it was pretty tight. 
Is there any public comment in this area? Lee? Would you please, I know I'm not real smart. What is the difference between a single wide trailer? I know what a camp trailer is, but a single wide trailer and a single wide manufacturer home. So the big difference is going to be the code at which they were built. So a manufactured home is built by a HUD standard and it's pretty elaborate and it comes very close to what a regular house would be built, like plumbing and electrical and things like that. Uh, RV or um, uh, a mobile home was built um, based on an ANSI code and the standard is much less and um, doesn't conform to like the IRC code or anything like that. So bottom line is, is that uh, manufactured home com uh, conforms to a building code um, within and then an RV or a mobile home does not. So you can't tell the difference unless you go look for the HUD number. Um, Typically on a manufactured home, you can tell the difference because it's not going to have metal siding. I can definitely tell the difference. But ultimately, age and that HUD tag are going to be your best way to see that. I can, you can tell the difference between an RV. like that. RV. Single wide used to be a real popular thing up here. Yeah, right, and they're still, they still do exist. Yeah, because they're, they're grandfathered in if they were in place before the, they were... Um, they were stopped. So they all still have the tongue and the wheels. Whether yes, correct. Got it. Yeah. Just ask you if I need to know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there, we, we have a handful of them in the town, and uh, they can't be moved. Uh, they can't. ADOT won't allow them to be pushed down the road, all that kind of good stuff. Okay. And oh, Ms. Collins. Um, on the single wides, they still make them. So are we correct. still, can we our, ban those two or just the old ones? Uh, we banned them in the code book, so they. I am if if we can rule out RVs because we know what recreational people right. is. Uh, mobile home, they still make them, and they are allowed in our code book in a mobile home park. Yeah, and that's the only exception, the only way you can put them in. What I mean is a single wide trailer home that's built current that's new Manu i guess they're called manufactured. If homes. it's a manufactured home, yeah, you can still buy yeah, a just, single wide. It's all based on date. Um, a manufactured home, you can still buy a, a new manufactured home. A mobile home, you, you can still get those. Yeah, I know Cavco makes one and, and things like that, but we can't put them on any of our lots. Even though they're brand new? Exactly. Yeah, I got a problem with that. Okay, here's a form. <laughs> yeah, there's a form for that. So what, that is our I'll help you. When, when we're all said and done, I can, I can certainly sit down with you so if you need me to help you. Okay term is manufactured home. No, no, no. It, manufactured homes are allowed. Mobile oh, homes are not. Okay, new. So, and because they're built, they're not built on uh, oh. the correct code. Oh. New mobile homes not allowed. Okay, we have um, public comment. Sir, would you please come up to the podium and take Joseph Montez in Blue Hills. So does like the tiny homes that they sell that are on a trailer fall under the mobile? They do. They actually fall under the RV code officially, so they, they okay. are not yeah. uh, they are not legal for a primary residence. As a primary residence, does that means they could be guest residents? Um, they we will for if they are correctly um, retrofitted permitted 
uh, or if they're correctly, uh, you know, the right manufacturer and everything, if they fall as a park model, um, we can do them as an ADU, um, but we can't do them as a primary residence. Okay. Annie? Got to get used to that name. We just found out. I know. I just like to confuse everybody. Okay. Annie Drake, Dewey Humboldt. And, um, yeah, I'm really confused by this, too. Like, is there a way to change this code? Because we kind of sound like California, for lack right. of a better way. Like, Unfortunately, yeah. So, unfortunately, I get in, in a, uh, this is a particular situation where because it doesn't file, follow the IRC, the building code, the mobile homes don't follow the IRC and um, the uh, RVs don't follow the IRC. Uh, we we probably ha we have no chance in them being legal. Like the county doesn't allow them. They're not. That's not part of the, the process. So uh, manufactured home, you can get a single wide manufactured home. They make them down to I forget what the last one I saw was like 480 or something like that. Smaller. So you can small and cost wise so I, I think it's kind of irrelevant it's brand new but yeah if it's a mobile home or an rv they just don't follow the code for us to be able to get them in or they don't follow the the building code for us to get them in. sorry okay so like we're about to have the epa come in and throw all this dirt around and a lot of us don't want to be here like while they're doing that we'd rather go over into the Blue Hills or something, so we can't like temporarily like. Is there is there anything they can write into the code for temporary purposes for those of us that are gonna need somewhere to go? We do have to, uh, our code does prevent uh, temporary housing, and there there's some are lo loopholes through that. So if you have a specific need, you're welcome to talk to me outside of this because I maybe how to deal with that, but. Okay. Not to cut you off, just one last comment is that it doesn't hurt to try. Um, I'm, I'm just uh, stating the facts of what the where the book is at and where the division is. Um, I, I guess there might be a way that we can change this code. Collins, um, first our IRC, please tell me what that is. So, um, IRC is um, International Residential Code. This code, okay. Right, so that's that's the standard. Our our town is currently following the 2018 version of that. We also have an electrical code, so the national yeah. the NEC. So we're 2017, yeah. um, and then in some cases we file follow the IBC. Um, the IRC and the IBC kind of interact, but like commercially, I typically file. Follow IBC, which is the International Building Code, um, and so that they all kind of relate to each other. Uh, so, our town has adopted the IRC 2018, and that's what we must follow. So, if it doesn't conform, if there isn't a provision to that, then we can't do it. Um, when it comes from the building side of it. Okay, so when we were doing the building code, we all got official paperwork packet said that the International Building Code um, is a suggestive document. We can change things in it which do not fit our culture. Okay. That is what we were told. I still have it in my building code file. And you, you are correct because I know of an instance in there where on the electrical side of it, we've written an ordinance to modify it slightly that benefits the mm -hmm. town. And so you are correct. 
Um, but there isn't anything in the IRC that allows um, an RV or a, a mobile home because they're. they're so it's, it's not part of the code. It's part of the. Um, I, I, I said it a minute ago. It's part of the um, ANSI. So it's, there's an ANSI code. So A in. NSI. Yeah, there's an ANSI code for RVs and mobile homes, and it's different than the IRC. Sure. All right. Would you like to? So, for clarification on that, the International Residential Code and the IBC and the NEC both piggyback off the National Fire Protection Association. It's written by firemen. It's all. It all boils down to two words: life, safety. Bottom line, that's, I mean, you can add to, you can add to mistaken, but you cannot take away from it. Um, the, the council was afforded the opportunity when they did visit the 2018 IBC to redact certain things such as solar. Solar was one of them, and Miss Brooks, there was a couple, or Lynn, there was a couple other ones, correct? Yeah. So, you know, but it boils down to the same thing. The bottom line is that's the National Fire Protection Association that right and the town was had to adopt it to be in compliance with state law. So it's I think all of this over regulation is just more money, more money, more money. Um, and I don't agree with it as, as a American. I just don't agree with the overregulation. Somebody pockets something somewhere. Um, uh, knowing who, what I know about certain people that run the contractors association and where they sit on certain boards, I have a very big fat problem with some of this overregulation. <laughs> and I'm sure the IRC is meant to be a good thing, but. It's all paperwork, and, and until we go, I'm not going to go back and look at it. I really are having a, an affordable house, housing crisis in this state and the nation is what my main concern is, is the affordable housing crisis. So there's, it doesn't look like there's a solution for that with this angle, but possibly with the uh, tiny homes. I don't know. Thank you. All right. One, five, three. Point zero three nine has been submitted for legal review. And I have one thing on there. Which one? Zero three eight. I submitted it again. Redact the words except swine. <laughs> right. So that's been done. That's been right. done. So. Oh yeah. I'm just letting the public know that yes, we crossed it off on one fifty three point zero three eight. Okay. As we've already visited it, but as we're going through this again, we've already visited that. So I did say, I did submit a form again to remove the words except swine. Good. Okay, I'm going to move on to the next one then. Put your flag down. There you go. Keep You're me welcome. focused. <laughs> All right. Is there any public comment? We have a public comment from Miss Brooks. Thank you, Commission, for allowing me to address you, Karen Brooks Humboldt. Um, this is in regards to 153.037. Um, we have a, a landlord in town 
that um, buys up lots and brings in uh, what would be mobile homes. Uh, they just take the hardy board or the other board and go over the aluminum siding and everything. So just because he does that, does that bring it up to manufacture home no, uh, stuff? The only way to approve it through the building department is if it has a HUD tag on it. So anyway, and if the mobile home is prior to, what was it, 1977? 78. 78. Um, then if I put new siding on mine does it bring it up to standards uh, no so i mean i think we're picking and choosing here and um a lot of times the permits will not appear until after the siding has been replaced so it's interesting this particular person continues to do this thank you so uh, just some background on the HUD and the HUD tag. So I, I know personally, I don't, I won't pass anything that doesn't have a HUD tag. HUD does not reissue tags. Like you can't get duplicate tags. So if so the possibility of you reusing a tag or moving a tag around would kind of be non-existent. So I want to throw that out there, but I, yeah. I would like to make a motion that we move to adjourn this meeting. I was and... going to do that next. So if, <laughs> if you're not going to make a comment on something that we're discussing, let me do that. Okay. Thank you. We need to make a decision on the next meeting first. Um, our next meeting is scheduled for the first week of March, as it's the first Thursday of every month. Is that correct? Uh, it's the first Thursday after the first Tuesday, so the Thursday after the Okay, so that's okay. when our next meeting is. Um, I actually would like to um, set, propose that we meet maybe twice a month uh, in this process, and I'm not sure how you all feel about that, but I'm that's good with it. And we'll definitely make it for a 6 o'clock uh, meeting time or 6.30, whatever is easier on everybody. Okay. It's just a two-hour window, though. Yep. That's it. That's so the first and third... Following the first council meeting, I'm reading the ordinance right now based off my recollecting my memory. The first, so the first meeting is the first Thursday following the first Tuesday council meeting, whether it be the, the first, first or Thursday, third Thursday. It's the first Thursday of every month. And then the third Thursday of every month at six o'clock. If everyone feels good about the third Thursday of every month, we can do that. Yes. Yeah. So can we? The first and the third. The first and the third. Thursdays are fine. Okay. Yep. Yep. It is now seven o one. I believe it's seven o one. No. Fifty eight. We're on good. Here. We're the on time. Do you have a comment, Chelsea? Yeah. Sorry. I just want to reiterate that now that you like kind of all gone through this process of what's going to be happening. And how we're going to review the code. The commissioners have the code books and can read through the code for next time. So can the community. So we left off at one five three point four zero. We haven't yeah, discussed that yet, but we will start so that off. Starting at one five three point zero four zero for the next time. Read through a good chunk and then come with your comments for the next meeting. We could do one five three point. That was already submitted. 
Okay. Um, what it is, just, it was uh, amending on the, um, what is the, what is the yeah, end no, that we're starting going to We are starting next meeting yeah. at 153.0. How far assignment. Um, I would just read as much as you can. Okay, okay with that, um, I'd like to adjourn this meeting. Second. Second? Okay, we're done. Good job, everybody. I appreciate uh, your help and input on everything. And again, if there's anybody in the public that wants to address this, please.